0: I was dressed like an African prince with my African uh, outfit. And then when I came out, boom, <laughs> the cold was so terrible. That was my very first uh, experience.
1: Yeah, For example, uh, my uh, name in Romania, the short name for Nikolai, my name is Niku. Which in Dutch has a, a resemblance of "ku" means cow, so if you say "niku," it has a funny, funny approach. But uh, yeah.
2: Oh, dates, Tinder dates with, with Dutch men. Yeah, it's cannot connect at all.
3: Did you have any kind of preconceptions of the Netherlands before you came here, and did is the reality being different?
4: Oh, completely different, I must say. <laughs> well, ask my mom; only she knew about the tulips and the clocks and uh, and the drugs.
3: Hey all, Andy Clark here, welcome to this new Here in Holland podcast and this time it's all about the rating of people's lives in the Netherlands I was at the Feel at Home Fair in The Hague and asking people what score out of 10 they gave their lives here and why and there's some great stories, so sit back, relax, enjoy, here it goes Hi, can you tell me your name and where you're from?
5: Hi, my name is Alison Van and I'm from Lafayette, Louisiana, in the United States.
3: And how long have you been in the Netherlands?
5: We have been here for seven months.
3: And if you had to give your life so far a score out of ten in the Netherlands, what would it be and why?
5: Ooh, that's a good question. In the beginning, about a seven. And now, after a few months, I'd say a nine. I really enjoy it. I, my name is Margie van Geen, and I was born in Curso, Netherlands-Anthony's. And I'm now living in the Netherlands for many, many years already.
3: And if you had to give your life in the Netherlands a score out of 10, what would it be?
5: Absolutely uh, 8 going to 9, sometimes even a 10. I think it's a very safe country. It's a very pleasant country. The people are very open, uh, transparent and honest. And I like that. I like that very much. So many Is
3: there something things. that makes you laugh or story you always so you always tell people back in Curacao or whatever? Is there a funny story you always tell people?
5: Oh, so many funny stories. Uh, visiting Dutch people at, at around five or six, you're not always very welcome. But I couldn't believe that. Well, they would prepare their dinner. And I would walk in and telling myself, well, this would be a great evening. And then I would understand that after five minutes they would expect me to go home. But it was funny. It was just funny. I I, I had a good time.
3: What did they say to you? um,
5: Well, we did not cook for more than three persons at the same time. And this was not, in my Latin American culture, the case. We would cook for so many people and everybody would be welcome. So, a couple of times, I did have some good laughs about this.
6: I'm Richard, and I'm from California. How long have you been in the Netherlands? Uh, Three and a half years.
3: If you had to give uh, your life here a score out of ten, what would it be, and
6: why? Uh, I would say nine. Life in the Netherlands is is good. I think one of the big reasons is, yeah, I think they're socially aware uh, of people, and the life balance is good.
3: Uh, have you ever had any kind of lost in translation uh, things have happened to you or weird situations where you thought this just doesn't compute?
6: Uh, yeah there was one uh, yeah this is a more difficult story uh, I feel the Dutch are often in trying to get in my business <laughs> so example I was in the in the train with my sister and she fell asleep we had gone out all night and And I started recording my sister. She's asleep on the train, you know. I make a little fun of her the next day. And this lady came up, and she asked me, what am I doing, blah, 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 blah. And I, at the time, you know, I was like, yeah, mind your own business. You know, this is my sister. She actually woke her up because she didn't believe me. And then, so, yeah. That wow. was a that was a pretty uh, you know it's a bad story buddy I understand. What you did know? your
3: sister say when, when she got woken up by this this woman then?
6: Yeah, she was startled, but she the question she was, do you know this guy? And she said, yeah, that's my brother. So yeah, at the time I could have been honest and be like, yo, this is my sister, you know. But yeah, it didn't happen that way. But uh, yeah, just get out of my business. All
3: right, let me just.
6: Yeah, hi. Can you tell me
3: your name and where you're from?
7: Uh, hi, my name is Anna. I'm from Poland.
3: And how long have you been in the Netherlands?
7: Uh, two years, exactly. Two years.
3: OK, and if you had to give the Netherlands a score out of ten, your life in the Netherlands a score out of ten, what would the score be and why?
7: Uh, it's eight, I think. It's eight because I'm delighted. Here is perfect place for me to live. However, I don't, uh, I don't know uh, Dutch language, so th- that's why I took these two points. But I'm working on it.
3: And what's your favourite Dutch word so far?
7: Um, verweiland.
3: Verweiland? <laughs> <laughs> why? That means annoying. Why? I, I
7: don't, uh, y- yes, I know what, the, what it means. Uh, however, uh, the sound is nice. I don't know why. For me. My, I'm from Poland. Maybe it's a weird taste. Uh, my name is Jana. I'm from Russia. So, here in The Hague, I live eight months. Okay. Yeah. I like The Hague because it's a um, quite big city. So, and... Uh, I feel myself very comfortable here, Uh, so I'm from a big city, (laughs) yeah, because of that I like it.
3: Where are you from then? Which city? Moscow. Okay. Uh, And did you have an idea of the Netherlands before you came here, what you thought you might find?
7: No, actually no, it was like, uh, this decision was for me, it's like, okay, let's try. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, Uh, okay, and do you have a favourite Dutch word so far?
7: Yeah, I have. I like how sounds this work. Makkelijk. <laughs>
3: okay, makkelijk. Easy. Yeah, that's Easy, a good one. Yeah. Do you use that a lot?
7: Um, actually, I try. Yeah, I'm studying now and um, studying Dutch. So, yeah, I try too. Uh,
8: my name is Edwin. I'm from Tilburg, from the province North Brabant.
3: Okay, and um, I'm asking people here today at the Expat Fair um, if they were to give their life in the Netherlands a score out of 10, uh-huh. what would it be and why?
8: I think it's going to be close to two uh, because, well, first of all, it's the weather thing, of course, the climate. It sucks. <laughs> uh, I work on the road. I'm, I'm travelling on the road many times, so every day I'm stuck in traffic jam. Uh, the, 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 the food is not the best in Holland. I don't like the food. I don't like the life. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a happy man. Uh, well, I used to live in Greece for 30 years, so this, this, this might be the reason. So I'm a little bit spoiled with food and freedom and nice weather and beaches and uh, this kind of thing. So
3: Why did you come back then?
8: I lost my job because of the crisis. So I had to go, uh, yeah, to come back to Holland. I didn't want to, but uh, yeah, I didn't have an option, so...
3: Okay, oh, well, I wish you all the best, and I okay. hope that the score goes
9: up a little bit from a I, one and a half or a two. so as well. <laughs> Thank you very much.
3: Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye.
9: My name is Sever, I'm originally from Serbia.
3: How long have you been in the
9: Netherlands? Uh, on and off, four years.
3: And if you were asked to give your life in the Netherlands a score out of ten, what would it be and why?
9: Well, there are different criterias. Yeah, to, to attach. So, if one uh, general score, maybe seven. Okay. Why? Uh, there are some advantages, uh, convenience, logistics, infrastructure. That is great. What is what are minuses? Are climate, uh, food, and um, closeness of locals, the the real depth of closeness.
3: What
9: do you mean by that? I mean that uh, it's easy to establish some meaningless interaction, but if you want to go establish a deeper connection, that is tough. Do
3: you have an example of that when you've tried to do something like that or in a situation? Well, I think that
9: four years being very social, mingling in very different contexts, uh, and I made one Dutch friend and many expat friends, tells something about how difficult it is to get into deeper connection with Dutch.
10: OK, hi. Can you tell me your name and where you're from? Yes, I'm Andres Montellano,
3: and I'm from Bolivia. And how long have you uh, been living in the Netherlands?
10: Uh, well, I arrived here in the Netherlands in uh, 2017, in August 2017, to finish uh, the last year of my master's. So I'm here since then. Uh, I will give it an, uh, an eight. And eight. Uh, why? Uh, basically, uh, I, I, I can't lie, I mean, uh, I, the weather is not as good as I would expect, uh, as I would like, you know, so uh, a little bit of that, and you know, like this uh, thing you have, you miss uh, food from home, for example, things like that, but uh, from the rest of it, I'm, I'm really enjoying the Netherlands so far.
3: What do people ask you about Bolivia? What's the most asked question you get?
10: Oh, uh, well, uh, most of the times people don't know where is it. So people say sometimes, oh, is that uh, in uh, South America? Yeah, they, they got that one right. That's, that's good. But uh, sometimes uh, they don't know. Sometimes they think it's also in, in Africa or somewhere in Asia. So, yeah. Uh, I guess it's normal, right? (laughs) You can't know where all of the countries are, you know?
3: And what what do you do when people say, is it in Africa or in Asia? No,
10: I I just... uh, Sometimes I just joke a bit and I say, yeah, yeah, there is... How did you know about that? But then uh, I just tell them, no, it's in South America. I'm I'm kidding. Hi.
3: Can you tell me your name and where you're from, please?
11: My name is Marianne and I'm from... uh, I was born and raised in Sweden, but I've lived in America... Majority of my time.
3: And how long have you been in the Netherlands?
11: Since May of last year.
3: Okay, and if someone were to ask you what score out of 10 would you give your life in the Netherlands, can you tell me what score you would give it and why?
11: Uh, I would give it uh, probably... I mean, having some cultural challenges right now, I'd probably give it about an, an 8. I think people are very friendly. Um, it's a very warm feeling here. It's very People are... Um, attached to their families. They're very down to earth. And...
3: Culture challenges, can you expand on that?
11: Uh, not speaking the language. Um, I mean, I can't eavesdrop anywhere. I just, you know, I just, I'm in my own little bubble, I guess. Um, yeah, I think not speaking the language and not knowing really, you know, all the, what you have to do. You have to, you know, get the BSN number, get a, you know, insurance Get uh, find a doctor find insurance
3: outside the practical things have you been in, had any kind of lost in translation experiences or funny experiences unusual experiences where you thought what's going on this just doesn't compute
11: uh, well I did have I mean this is the first one that pops to my head I, I did go to the, the the church up here and the um, the prime minister was, was there what's his name Mark Rutter yeah and he was there and he had a speech there and he just walked down the aisle and I was like this close to him. He had no guards and, you know, people were telling me he's just like probably biked there and he, and coming from America where everybody has like, you know, some sort of a bodyguard. I thought that was interesting.
3: Yeah, that's unusual.
1: Eh?
11: Yes, it's unusual, but and that's about it.
1: Yes, uh, I'm Nicolae Damu. I'm coming from Romania. I live in the Netherlands uh, since the summer of uh, 2017, so a little bit more than one year and a half.
3: Okay, and if you had to give your life so far in the Netherlands a score out of ten, what would the score be, and why?
1: I think nine would be the the, the proper score for that would uh, rate uh, the best my experience uh, so far in the Netherlands. Why? Uh, yeah, because I think the work-life balance is uh, better than anywhere else uh, in Europe. Um, I think also that uh, there's a high amount of population. Actually, everybody speaks English uh, in, uh, in the Netherlands. I think the weather is not as bad as uh, the, um, the Dutch people say. And uh, yeah, I think it's, a, it's an outstanding environment uh, for, for the kids to grow up as well.
3: What's the biggest difference between Romania and the Netherlands? I think uh, here everything is uh, well organized. Okay, And have you ever been in any kind of funny
1: situation? Yeah, for example, uh, my uh, name in Romania, the short name for Nicolae, my name is Niku. Which in Dutch has a, a resemblance of "ku" means cow. So if you say "nikku," it has a funny, funny approach. But uh, yeah, apart from this, uh, yeah, probably uh, sometimes my 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 pronunciation of Dutch words sounds funny because yeah, the accent and the the Latin background of my language uh, allows me to, to make such such mistakes. But yeah, uh, this uh, short name uh, "nikku" of my Nikolai has created the the most uh, the, the funniest situation so far in terms. of of language.
3: You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. This episode was recorded at the Feel at Home Fair run by The Hague Online. Thanks to Billy Olwood and his team for letting me be at the fair and wander around with my microphone sticking it under people's noses. There's more stories coming up in just a minute, but here goes the begging bowl. If you want to sponsor Here in Holland, then you are in luck. Check the link in the show notes. You can become a sponsor for the price of a cup of coffee per month. And the more sponsors I have, the more podcasts I can make. So take the time to check it out. Much appreciated. And even if you can't become a sponsor, then spread the word about the podcast. The more people who know about it, the better. Maybe you're thinking of starting your own podcast. So, I could help you with that too. If you're a company or an organisation or thinking of doing it for yourself, you can get in touch. I offer professional podcast support, training, production, editing, the whole shebang, in English and in Dutch as well. So, there are lots of ways of getting in touch with me. Again, have a quick look at the show notes. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Can you tell me your name and where you're from?
4: I'm Linda from Hong Kong.
3: And how long have you been in the Netherlands?
4: I've been here for a long time, almost 20 years now. Oh,
3: same as me, 21.
4: Really? Oh, then you're longer than me.
3: Oh. Ah, OK, I win. Uh-huh. <laughs> OK, if you had to give your life in the Netherlands a score out of 10, yeah. what would it be and why?
4: I would give it a 9.
3: That's very high.
4: Yes, it is. I must say um, that's actually um, the main decisions for my husband and I. To stay in the Netherlands is to um, set up our family. We have two boys. I think this is the best environment for our children to grow up. And um, they can learn and study in a stress-free way. And uh, they have the most opportunity uh, to grow and develop. And it's pretty safe. And it's very uh, welcoming. And uh, everything is very accessible.
3: Did you have any kind of preconceptions of the Netherlands before you came here? And uh, is the reality being different?
4: Oh, completely different, I must say. <laughs> well, asked my mom only she knew about the tulips and the clocks and uh, and the drugs, and uh, my husband's Dutch, so when the, she knew about us dating, she could only think about the drugs.
3: <laughs> what did she say to you?
4: Uh, oh, be careful. <laughs> well, now see, we have been married for twenty years
3: okay, and taking drugs for twenty years then no,
4: no drugs at all, <laughs> yeah, indeed, so um so we have a good. Uh, family life
3: have you ever been in any kind of funny situations here
4: well um maybe it's confusing in another way even though i've been here for a long time but i'm not very comfortable driving around in my car and sometimes i thought gosh i need to go home with this direction but then this is tram lane well don't tell anybody we won't
3: tell anybody it's okay
4: (laughs) thank you i thought i can pretend i'm a tourist now and i just drive through the tram lane and then turn right to go back home that wasn't. I wasn't caught, so thank God.
3: Is that not a bit dangerous, though, driving on the tram lines?
4: There was no tram there. There were just pa- uh, passengers waiting at the train station right here, at the central station here.
3: So even after 20 years, sometimes when it suits you, you kind of pretend to be a tourist.
4: Well, yeah, because I got lost. If I don't take that way, I wouldn't know how to get home. <laughs> well, my name's Becky, and I'm from the UK.
3: How long have you been in the Netherlands?
2: Five years-ish, on and off.
3: Okay, and uh, what are you doing here?
2: I'm studying at the moment. I'm just about to finish my degree.
3: Okay, and if you had to give your life in the Netherlands a score out of ten, what would it be, and why?
2: Nine. Uh, the one point's knocked off for um, how hard I find it to make friends with Dutch people.
3: Okay, have an example of that.
2: Um, outside of school, I find that the Dutch people are very sort of traditional, and um, it's hard to get into integrate with them because you don't know the traditions and you don't understand the culture very well. And even if you try to understand it, like the the uh, calendar in the toilet thing, right? The, the
3: calendar, calendar in the toilet thing?
2: The birthday calendar in the toilet. It's little things like that that I just don't understand and I find it really hard to connect, you know?
3: Okay. And any kind of uh, lost-in-translation stories or any kind of weird experiences you've had where you thought, oh, my God, what's going on here and I have no idea what's going on? Oh,
2: dates, Tinder dates with... with Dutch men yeah it's cannot connect at all. Why? I think mainly it was because um, as a Brit I'm good at drinking and here they're quite reserved and uh, yeah I may have just embarrassed myself actually it's probably my own problem you know (laughs) but I don't want to give a specific example and embarrass anybody.
3: Okay but you basically drank too much on a date?
2: Many dates yes.
3: Okay, and so you haven't found the right, uh, Mr. Right then, or Mrs. Right, or anybody vaguely right?
2: I'm going to reserve judgment on that one.
3: (laughs) All right, okay.
12: Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Martin, I'm from Czech Republic. How long have you been in the Netherlands? Yeah, it's a good question. Just two months right now. Oh, really? Two months? Yeah, two months. I I move on 1st of December. What about, um, have you been in any kind of weird situations? Okay, so now I have one. It's uh, it's more like, for me, kind of funny thing. Is that uh, when there is snow, what I heard, that that you have some kind of yellow alert or something like that. And there is a shortage of trains, you know, that half trains are not go, even though they have, let's say, like one centimeter of snow. Because in the Czech Republic, we have, like, um, in the summer, we have 30 degrees. Uh, and in the winter, we have 20 centimeters of snow, right? So trains are still coming. It's, it's usual, it's, we are used to. So then I heard this story that one centimeter of snow and then the, then the trains are off. This is really interesting to me. I, I don't know why. I still didn't get the idea of why they do it. Any favourite uh, Dutch uh, words you've come across so far? Uh, I'm learning every day. Uh, and I, I started with goedmiddag, obviously, and dankjewel. Scheveningen is a really hard word. I, I think I'm good in the pronunciation. And, yeah, I'm learning every day. So, actually, Scheveningen is a really favourite word for me right now. And also, gracht and grachten. Because, uh, I, actually, I'm really fan of those uh, things. Uh, when I came to Amsterdam, like, six years ago, which was my first visit in Netherlands, I, I fell in love immediately with this Grachten. OK.
3: Can you tell me your name and where you're from?
13: I'm Irene. I'm from Uganda.
3: How long have you been in the Netherlands?
13: Three years now. Are you enjoying it? Yes, very well.
3: If you had to give your life here a score out of ten, mm-hmm. what score would you give it and why?
13: I think more than ten. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> um, yeah, Holland people are very good people. They are kind, and they've been kind to me, especially me, uh, because I came here and I found out that I had a kidney problem. And right now, I'm on dialysis in the hospital, and my nurses are like my angels. So I look at Holland people like my angels because they are, they have worked on my life. They are still taking care of me, so I love them so much. They are part of me.
3: Why did you come to the Netherlands in the first place?
13: Um, I'd come uh, in the beginning I came I came uh, like I'd come for a tour then I found out my kidneys had a problem Um, then I couldn't go back because of the treatment because in my country we don't have good treatment so if I'd gone if I was in my country and this happened I think I would have died by now but I thank God that Holland has given me a reason to live right now
3: wow that's a very dramatic story
13: yeah so I'm happy
3: OK, but you had no idea you would end up living in the Netherlands then? I did what? You didn't think you were going to end up living in the Netherlands?
13: No, 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 I'd I've, I've, I've never had that idea because in my country I was a businesswoman. Um, I was enjoying my, my work and everything. So, But when I came here, yeah, now it has become part of my life.
3: Okay, OK, hi. Can you tell me your name and where you're from?
14: My name's Joe. I'm from Totnes in Devon in southwest England. How long have you been in the Netherlands? I've been in the Netherlands for around about five and a half years now. A score out of ten. Um, certainly an eight. Uh, I would like to say nine, but the wind is is just too strong a lot of the time.
3: Oh, yeah? You have trouble with the wind?
14: Well, I, there's a very strange phenomenon in the Netherlands. When you cycle, the wind is in your face no matter what direction you're going in.
3: That is so true. <laughs>
14: It is, yes. Um, but, but apart from that, you know, it's, it's a lovely country to live in. I find the people very welcoming. Um, I live in The Hague, which is a very international environment. Uh, and there's a really nice community vibe here, which I like a lot.
3: Have you ever been in any kind of weird situations, lost in translation situations or kind of situations where you thought, huh, this just doesn't compute, it's very odd or something you came across that you didn't expect before, you know, when you came to the Netherlands? Are examples of anything odd or funny that have happened to you like that? Yeah,
14: so when I first left Schiphol Airport and uh, I went down to the platform to get the train into Amsterdam and the train pulled up and I sort of stood back to let people off and was sort of queuing in order to get on and I nearly missed the train because being from the UK where we sort of take pride in standing behind one another um, the Dutch do things a bit differently, it's a little bit more straightforward you just, you know, here's the train, you're going to get on and if someone's in the way then they need to move
3: what did what did you think first time you experienced
14: that then what did you do well you just have to adapt don't you i mean being a brit um the dutch directness is very different from what we're used to back home and i think there is a bit of a culture difference that people sometimes aren't aware of um but once you got used to it and you realize it's not rudeness it's just directness and that's okay and you sort of you take part in it and you learn to really speak your mind and i think that's very valuable
15: my name is mariana come from italy
3: and how long have you been in the Netherlands?
15: Uh, around six months. Life, as for practical stuff and things working well, I would say in nine. Sometimes even a ten. Like when it comes to happiness and joy and embracing everything, I would say like a seven. I miss the chaos of Italy a little bit. <laughs>
3: and have you been in any kind of weird ex- uh, situations?
15: The fact that people like put on their deodorants like in public spaces that's very weird for me like you don't do that in public usually and yeah I fell from my bike a couple of times
3: where did you see people spraying their deodorant then?
15: everywhere like in school too you just like spray deodorants like if, as if it was normal like no it's not normal <laughs> it's a thing that they care about their smell I think that's a good thing too <laughs>
3: not something you do in Italy?
15: no we wait like to go to the bathroom at least to do that It's not like something you do publicly, like in front of old people,
0: but yeah. Hello, my name is Augustin Tato. I'm from Cameroon. That's a fantastic name. Thank you very much. How long have you lived in the Netherlands? Um, About 15 years. Um, I would say 8.5. Why? Because, uh, well, uh, if the Netherlands uh, wasn't good, I would not still be here for 15 years. I came um, to study with the intention of uh, going back but after 15 years I'm still here and with no intention of going back in the next five years. So I think uh, the Netherlands is really good, Um, they are friendly people. Is there something that surprised you that you weren't expecting that you came across? Um, When I first came to the Netherlands the first experience I had was uh, with my teachers. They expected me to call them by their names, or they wanted me to call them by their names. But where I come from, you don't call your teacher by the name. So that was quite a surprise for me, and it it took me a while to, you know, to get used to it, to call my teacher by the name without a title or... How does it
3: work in Cameroon, then?
0: Oh, well, in Cameroon, you have to call the teacher Sir. Mr. John or Mr. Peter. But here, Mr. Peter wants you to call him Peter. (laughs) <laughs> the director of the school wants you to call him by the name. It was quite a shock for me. And like I said, it took me a while to get used to it. But now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm almost used to it. I'm almost used to it, yeah.
3: What about other big surprises of the Netherlands for you when you started living here? The winter.
0: That was a very big one. Um, you know, from uh, Cameroon, we hear about uh, winter in you. You watch it in films, but to actually see it and feel the cool, it's quite an experience. You know, when I just came, um, I was told, we were told on the plane that the uh, temperatures were really cool. It was uh, then, uh, I think, minus, uh, minus five or so. But when you hear minus five, you, you don't have the feeling until you step out of it. Oh, and I was... I was dressed like an African prince with my African uh, outfit. And then when I came out, boom! <laughs> the cold was so terrible. That was my very first uh, experience. And, um, yeah, you, you can say uh, I'm a bit used to the cold right now. What do you do now, then? Look, I'm properly dressed now. I have uh, my innerwear, a T-shirt... Uh, a pullover, a jacket, and my normal winter jacket. So I'm well prepared. <laughs> but, you know, you never get used to the winter. You never get used to the cold. As long as you have stayed. Even those who were born here, they still complain about the cold. And what about me coming from a tropical climate? <laughs> but it's interesting we are still here, you know. That's, that's the interesting part, you know. We just try to make, make use and make good of the situation. Yeah, that is it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a nice day. Thank I you. wish you well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. bye
3: Well, that was it for this Here in Holland. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed hearing all of those different stories from around the world. Remember, you can become a Here in Holland sponsor. Check the link in the show notes and spread the word about the podcast too. If you want to share your story with me, you can do that as well. There's even a WhatsApp number, so you can ring up and you can voice your story there, leave an audio message, and if it's a good one, I will stick it into one of the future podcasts. The number is 06124... 28387. Now, I know you've remembered that, but just in case you didn't, it's in the show notes as well. Surprise, surprise, Okay, And all right, remember...
14: Well, there's a very strange phenomenon in the Netherlands. When you cycle, the wind is in your face no matter what direction you're going in.
3: Even though the wind may always be in your face when you're cycling, just remember, most internationals give their lives in the Netherlands an eight or above. It's official. You heard it in the Here in Holland podcast. From me, Andy Clark... Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.